You understand. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Have you seen King Richard? No, but we could talk about that, too. I haven't seen it. Them, I guess. Um, because there are, I like want to see movies again. I haven't wanted to see movies in so long. And now I'm like, all the movies are coming out that I want to see. <laughs> Very mm. Pac-Man consumption. Elitist. I love consumption. Ugh. I love to consume. We're sorry, consuming right now. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, and on that note... Welcome back to We Love That. I'm Kenyon. And I'm Jerome. Uh, and there's so much to be thankful for. You know what I mean? Thankful for Adele. <laughs> thankful for... Well, maybe that's it. Incredible. Incredible. The Incredibles. The Incredibles 3. If you had to give a <laughs> make up a plot line to Incredibles 3 right now, what would it be? Jack Jack has like uh-huh. gained control of all of his powers that he knows okay, of. Work. But then re- like discovers in some accident that he also can time travel. And so then it's a time traveling thing and he like meets his parents, but back in the past before they're married and like oh. does something that like either ensures or disrupts like, you know, the timeline as it goes forward. And it's like an ambiguous, uh-huh. like, which came first moment. Wait, I like that. <laughs> I really like, or what if like, like what if, um, what if like Jack Jack is syndrome? Ah. What if Jack Jack and Syndrome oh are the same? That's terrifying. <laughs> and so then we get like some redemption, like some restorative justice mm, into the Incredibles mm, universe. Loving that. It could be something. Pixar, you know where to find us. Bob Iger, <laughs> you have my number. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. Hey there, you. Hi. Happy Thanksgiving. It's that time. Tis isn't that season. It? Yeah, isn't it? And isn't it? <laughs> are you how are you feeling approaching these holidays? Um good good. I'm in DC right now. Lovely. Live from the nation's capital. <laughs> um I'm realizing that like when I was a kid, my mom's family still all lives in the area. Um and my dad's family lives in Virginia Beach, which is travel, but is not that much travel, a couple of hours of driving. Um, but that we've never been, like, traveling over the holidays, people. Like, that's never been mm. my tease. Um, but yesterday, as I was driving six hours down and contemplated driving six hours back after Thanksgiving, only to drive down six hours again, uh, at the end of the next month, only to drive six hours back. It, it was giving me, mm, I have not been used to this in the past, but um, this is my life now. 
that's happening for you. It's it certainly is. Traveling for the holidays. Six hours to me is not that long. <laughs> Six hours driving. I'm like, I think it I don't it, think it's crazy long, but it's certainly more than what I'm used to. I hear that and I respect that. Are you making anything in particular? Do, like Thanksgiving wise, are you are you contributing your presence or your presence and something else? <laughs> That's a really nice way to set me up to be disappointed. <laughs> no. no, no. Um, <laughs> I'm just curious. You know me. No, famously, my mom has to do it herself. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yes. That's no, where yes. I get it from. <laughs> I, I, you know, yes. <laughs> so, no, I'm contributing my presence. And that's all anyone could ever ask for, really. What about you? You pulling your weight this holiday? Not at all. <laughs> Just not at all. Don't you all always do a turkey trot and then everyone's doing their own thing? Yes, yeah. Going for a little run, a little rate. I mean, back when when the world was new, really. Uh-huh. Um, this year there's now a virtual... The planet Earth is just down on its <laughs> luck. Thank you, thank you. Um, <laughs> this year they're doing a virtual turkey trot. Which means like, <laughs> like still register, but like just kind of like, go run Do a five k own thing. <laughs> <laughs> Very that, um, but I think we'll do that, and you know, make some food, eat too much of it. Standard, exactly, exactly, of course. Um, but I've got to say, it feels so good. To be alive. <laughs> to be alive? What'd you yes. say? It feels so good to be alive. It feels so... It feels so, so, so good. Thank you. <laughs> Me on Thursday. Got all my family by my side. <laughs> <laughs> you know somebody's going to make that a, a full TikTok moment. Um, um, uh-huh, but I love that. We're, of course, alluding to the new Beyonce song, Be Alive, from the film King Richard. Wow. It's, so I texted you about this song. It's so good. I mean, do I even have to say it? It's so good. Um, and I texted you, and I think when I texted you, I said, Beyonce is the moment, but also that we are the moment. We are the future. Because Beyonce is giving, uh, well, here's the D, we're layering the vocals. And she's always been giving that. But this in particular is giving, if you're not layer, layering the vocals, then... You're not doing drag. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Very much. Um, she sounds really so good. Sounds so good. She just keeps sounding better. It's not. It's it is right. Actually, it, it is, is right. right. Um, it's like spare production and just lets her voice shine. Love the message, yeah. etc. It's just like what? What more could you ask for? Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. I can't stop listening to it. I can't stop listening to it. It sounds so good. It's for the King Richard film, which I have not seen, but I did see that people were pitting Denzel versus Will. <laughs> that is so crazy. In like a which actor is better, like semi versus moment. Well, I can tell you this. <laughs> You know what I'm going to say. <laughs> there are so many things one could say. <laughs> well, what would you say? I, I know would, what I'd say. 
I mean, I would, I would first actually, I know this is kind of sacrilegious on this show, but actually reject, I would <gasps> reject the premise of, of such a binaristic <gasps> choice. Drum <laughs> 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 is having a conniption. <laughs> How could you say such a thing? <laughs> um, I like, you know, it's been fun to watch all these versus Versailles mm-hmm. happened during the pandemic. Versailles. Literally the <laughs> treaty of. <laughs> <laughs> happened during the pandemic because we all needed something to do. We needed it. But I also can't like shake the feeling of like, what if we just like enjoyed all of these black artists that we were pitting against each other? Yeah. Shock. <laughs> yeah. That being said, Denzel Washington. Obviously, it's Denzel. I mean, <laughs> I was going to say, clearly what I was going to say is that one of them has an Academy Award and the other one does not. Well, and well. Um, I think Will Smith was nominated for Ali, which I love. Famously, I love that movie. Um, and Pursuit of Happiness. He's mm. going to get nominated again for this movie and I haven't even seen it. But of course he is. Yeah. I've been see. I really want to see it. I, you know, in in the opposite of you rejecting the binary, I am <laughs> going to to <laughs> to reaffirm the binary and and to make a decision using um using a a very old fashioned uh, capitalistic uh, awards yes, uh, right. hierarchy. Yes, very good. <laughs> um, but. The the movies are coming out with the girls mm. who will be winning the awards or who at least will be nominated. And I'm trying to see them all. I'm trying to get back in the movie theater. I went. <laughs> I we went. both went. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I it was like coming home. It was so good. What did you see? It. I saw Dune, um, mm-hmm. which I enjoyed more than I would have if I saw it at home, I think. Yeah, there's really something to that. Um yeah, movie theaters are good. People want to, like, everyone's like, just watch everything at home. Don't leave your couch. And I'm like, wait, no, we forgot that movie theaters are great. <laughs> we have forgotten our madness. <laughs> this is the theater. <laughs> Who do you think you are? <laughs> Invoking the we at the top of that is really powerful. <laughs> Literally talking out to the audience, we have forgotten our manners. We have forgotten our manners. We have forgotten our public manners, I think she says. <laughs> That's a great video. Um, I mean, I feel, so I saw Spencer, mm-hmm. and Spencer's kind of short. It was short for movies nowadays. I thought it was good. I stand by what I always say, which is that every movie is 20 minutes too long now. Well. Um, but Spencer's like maybe an hour 45 or an hour and 50 or something. And I was like, you know, not being on my phone because I'm in a movie theater. And I was like, I'm bored. <laughs> not because this movie is bad, but just like after exclusively watching movies at home, like exclusively watching things at home when I'm doing laundry or working or playing games yeah. on my phone yeah. or cooking dinner or whatever, like I need to build up that like stamina again. I'm here. I'm here for the deep engagement. You know, you know me and I'm here for length. We talked about this last time, famously, mm-hmm. length. And Dune is really giving, it's giving length. And I did feel it somewhere, somewhere towards the end. In the last third, it was like, oh, I've been sitting here for a long time. 
watching <laughs> the sand. And so would you say that was good? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like excited to see the, I hope they get to make a second part of it. Um, mm-hmm. Because it's like only half of the book. And so it's like the rest of the story. And I think like both parts together will make it much more compelling than one part on its own. Um, that being said, like, I think there could, there are some problematic things, but where aren't there, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. A discussion for another Very day, bad. honestly. Um, Very bad. Um, anything else you're looking forward to seeing? The Matrix. Oh, yeah. Who's in that? All the original people. Keanu Reeves wow. is back. Good for her. What was I? I was just watching Keanu and something, and I was like, huh. That's all. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, I want to see King Richard. I keep seeing all that. They're like, it came out, I think, on Friday. And there were all these kind of advanced reviews that were like being very critical of how, for those who don't know, King Richard is about um, Serena and Venus Williams's father and how he like raised them and got them into the tennis game but also like he is not a an exclusively good person and so like talking about that complication um with will smith as the dad and uh, i just was seeing a lot of things on twitter that were like kind of critical of the movie but then seeing a lot of people seeing it in the last couple of days who were like, none of these, like the criticisms would have been good criticisms if they had been true about the movie, but they weren't <laughs> like, <laughs> like people being like, well, do they even like, I guess all the criticisms were like from people who hadn't seen it yet, which cut boo. to us <laughs> talking about this movie, which we haven't seen. Right. But people like, they probably won't even discuss how they have other sisters. And it's like, they do. So, okay. <laughs> Brilliant, everyone. Um, so everything that I've seen since has been affirming that I should go see this movie. Um, famously, House of Gucci this week. Right. Which, advanced reviews aren't being so kind to some things. Is that The things that I've been seeing have been... Very positive to Lady Gaga, which I am surprised by. Is that not what you've been seeing? I've been seeing the opposite. <gasps> Especially about the here... accent. So I have been... The the talk of the town was that the accent was cuckoo in the trailers. But then from people who have been seeing it, the girls have been saying, actually, it's really good. <laughs> well, I think we're just going to have to make our own judgments. That's interesting. <laughs> um, she did say in a red carpet interview that um, Father, Son, and House of Gucci was an improvised line. And that is iconic. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Truly. I love that. Wow. I really do. Well, we're we're deeply into this moment for the world already. Um what else is happening out there? Uh, um, not a lot to say about this one, but I just am remembering that we it has happened since the last time that we recorded. Britney's free. We love that. Incredible. 
that is fantastic and fabulous. And I hope that <laughs> she literally does whatever the hell she wants. <laughs> and I hope that people leave her alone. Very oh. that. The way that, like, I mean, not even to really get into it, but, like, there have even already been things where people are like, well, she shouldn't do this and she needs to apologize for it. And it's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what part of this did you not understand? <laughs> Has not been listening. The people have just not I, been listening. So I can't talk about that. Great. And great. you know why? Because it's literally not my business. <laughs> and anyone who was talking about it should not be. <laughs> um, Kenyon, you did something very unlike you. Which is listen to something I told you to listen to. No, no, <laughs> no. after I told you to listen to it. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to turn over a new leaf, mm-hmm. start of something new. <laughs> um, Adele, wow. We've been kind of, we've been previewing over the last couple episodes. Mm, mm, it's mm, out mm, now, mm, 30 mm, is mm, out, mm. <laughs> and Jerome loves it. <laughs> I love it. I think everything that, I think she honestly was throwing us for a loop. I think Adele said, yeah, everyone's going to think that this is just like every album that I've put out before. I'm naming it 30. I'm using Easy On Me as the the first single. Mm-hmm. Um, giving it kind of a similar album art aesthetic. And then I think that it could not be more different from her past albums it is so different it is so taking us to new spaces higher heights deeper deeps (laughs) another (laughs) Uh, uh, wider widths (laughs) (laughs) that's gonna be my note on things from now on you gotta take me to wider widths take me to wider widths i like i think that in in thinking about all four I think ultimately 21 has the like 21 has the numbers. I mean, it starts it's with Rolling just... in the Deep and ends with someone like you. It's got <laughs> rumor has it, it's got turning tables, it's got set fire to the rain, it's got, you know, it's got all the It's the really quite sending. He won't go. Ugh, I can't talk about it. <laughs> but I think that this I think 30 is the best album story from top to bottom. Mm. That's, That's big. That's big. And it's big. It's a mm-hmm. it's super ambitious. It's like the yeah. the themes, the nuance that we're trying to go for. It's yeah. like okay, wow. Okay, yes. We're going to have to sit here and think about some things. Yeah. Um which is amazing and I love the like formally, you know, it's not like 21 in that like 21 it's giving like pop song realness it's like here's my verse here's my chorus Mm -hmm. i know what's happening that's why this feels good and this like all the songs are much they get to breathe a little bit more and so they're not very familiar like you know you don't really know like i'm coming back around to the chorus or like where am i in the form of this thing i don't know yeah it's really it's really quite cool i think for me the it like it set it settled into a a groove that was like 
a little bit more down tempo than I think I am just in this sure. season. Um, but then once I was like, okay, take me with you. I'll accept that. Then it, then it became very good. It became extremely yeah. exquisite actually. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, strangers by nature is great. My little love. And she's talking to her son. I mean, what? <laughs> she says, I love your dad because he gave me you. I mean, not to be exposing the self out here in the street, but the child of divorce in me said that really hits. Mm. <laughs> it's really hitting. That's hitting. It's uh, there's so much of it that is so great. And then all night parking, I think, is so lovely Ooh. and so wonderful. Yeah. But then, but then she whips around and gives you <laughs> woman like me. And it's like, now wait a damn minute. <laughs> now wait a damn minute. It is crazy. No, are you crazy? There it is. There it really is. It's it's very... I was like, oh goodness. I'm the ex-husband. Uh, you're talking to me. Everybody knows it. And you're not missing your words. All right. Okay. Um, which like sometimes I feel like things get too confessional, but it doesn't actually on the record go into that. Like, it doesn't just feel like I'm airing dirty laundry. It's like, I'm right. This is me working through my stuff, making yeah. art out of it, making something beautiful out of it. And then we get yeah. to hold on. Yes. Which is yes. just the whole, everything's been like pretty small. I feel like on the album, they're like, opens up into this it was so shocking everything opened up yeah. how like two-thirds of the way through hold on and it like the arrangement is lush it's huge it's beautiful I, I it's and then to go from there into to be loved which is which is i think the bearing the soul out of time like yeah just giving it like here it is here is the truth like here is what i have learned and then to end with love is a game which is just a beautiful, stunning, gorgeous song. It's like, how did you write this song that has existed for a hundred years? <laughs> <laughs> Very that. Ugh. It really reminded me that she is a really, really great singer. Really, yeah. really great interpreter of like, yeah, of words of text into music. She does that yeah. so well. Like, I don't think anybody could cover anything on this album almost. Yeah. It's because just, it's so... You just have to be Adele. Yeah, you just have to be Adele. <laughs> and I here I have been slandering her for the last six years, talking about she can't sing anymore. <laughs> so... <laughs> and here she is. No, I think it's so... And then, oh my God, is great. I love I Drink Wine. I love Cry Your Heart Out, giving us a little reggaeton <laughs> yes, flavor. That, that might have actually been my least favorite of the moment. I think my least favorite is Easy On Me. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll do that too. <laughs> yeah, throw, throw that on as well. Um. <laughs> I can have multiple leasts. Thank you. That's true. Um, yeah. 
I I just thought mm. it was it was it, it I I think that I feel more positively than you do in terms of it being I thought that it really was what I thought a new different take on an Adele album mm-hmm. might look and sound like. Mm-hmm. I think you're probably right. I think you're probably right. That you like it more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, like, it's very, it's very good. And I hope, I mean, I hope she's so proud of it because it's it's big and it's personal, which is like, it's at these two extremes of mm-hmm. like very intimate and also like, we're just going to talk about how loving people and knowing people is the most difficult, most rewarding, most heartbreaking, yeah. most everything thing that there is about yeah. living. It's like the biggest bigs, the lowest lows. Yeah. And I, I kept thinking about you saying that it, that maybe this is an album for herself. Yeah. But then I was also saying, like, there's this clip of her in some interview where she's like, I'm not making music for TikTok. I'm making music for depressed millennials who go to therapy. And I was like, <laughs> okay, so it works. <laughs> so exactly. <laughs> and we say thank you, Adele. And we say thank you so much for the music, <laughs> the songs I'm singing. <laughs> I I will say, I li- as I listen to this, this album, this serves as a great transition for another moment in this world that we have to talk about. But I was like, it's giving album of the year to me. Mm, mm. It's giving beating Silk Sonic for album of well. the year in 2023. <laughs> well. <laughs> and I would say it will deserve. 25 did not deserve. 30 will deserve. Well, you heard it here first, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you out there have been listening to. But you heard it here. You first. heard it here uh, 15 months in advance. <laughs> the Grammys. Famously, the dynamic is that I want to talk about the awards and you don't want to talk about the awards. And so I knew that the Grammy nominations were coming out today. And so I was really gearing up to be like, Kenyon, we have to talk about it. There's going to be so much to talk about. Well, let me tell you this there's mm-hmm. nothing to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> But it's we're like, going to talk about how there's nothing to talk about. Ready? Exactly. Exactly. I There was no hot take for me to find. And so my hot take is that there's no hot takes. <laughs> <laughs> like, all the people got nominated for all the things. Jasmine Sullivan is nominated a couple of times. Love to see that. Love to see the nominations for Montero. Um, Could have been more for Megan. Uh Nothing for Miley or Lord. Those kind of feel like the biggest snubs. But other than that, it really appears to me as though, like, every everything that got nominated, that could have, like, been nominated for stuff, like, did get nominated for stuff. They expanded the big four categories to be 10 nominees, mm-hmm. which is interesting. I, I think that they're, like, clearly trying to avoid, like, the weekend not getting any nominations and that like they it feels kind of like okay let's get all of the big names in here and in some cases to a fault like i don't know that that like that new abba song is nominated for record of the year has anyone heard it does anyone listen to it or was it released by abba and so people were like (laughs) 
let's nominate the ABBA song. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like that's just what it, that is what it feels like to me. That's interesting. I mean, I'm sure a bunch of people have heard it. We're just not those people. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't know those people. We've never heard of those people. No. <laughs> um, he, I mean, things are getting so distributed these days. As in, you don't have to have the backing of a big label to like make music and have and like get a large reach. You know. Yeah. It, it still really helps to have a marketing team behind you. But people <laughs> from all around the world are releasing music to people from all around the world. Right. So it's like, well, I guess we got to open the gates. Tell the guards to open up the Tell gates. Tell the guards to open up the gates. Um, Yeba got nominated for Dawn. Incredible. For like best engineering on a non-classical album, which I love. I think that's a great nomination for that album. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it just, uh, I don't know. It it makes me less worried that Taylor is going to get, I was alluding to this a couple weeks ago, that Taylor would win forevermore and then be the first person to win four album of the year Grammys. Mm. But Taylor was only nominated for that award. And honestly, I don't think she'll get, I think it will probably go to like Olivia Rodrigo or... Doja Cat or the guy from the Colbert show that got 11 nominations. <laughs> <laughs> um, who's actually very good? John Batiste. Who's great? He's great. <laughs> we love John. Um, so I guess thanks, Grammys or something. I don't know. There's nothing to talk about. So why are we still There's talking nothing about to talk about. It? We can stop talking about this. <laughs> Um, oh, well, this is kind of a less exciting or less uplifting moment. The courts. And here's what we have to talk about. Why do I get a notification on my phone every 20 minutes about some other court case going terribly in America? (laughs) I don't need to know. Stop telling me. I don't want to hear about it. And it I and even worse, I don't need a notification when it's day one of the trial. And now it's day five. And now they've brought out this. And now the judge has said that. And now the jury is going out. And now the jury has asked for the... It's like, <laughs> what is this, court TV? I don't need to see it. Yes. I don't need to watch. Yes, I don't, it is. Like, I don't... <laughs> That's the news these days. Yeah, especially when it's like these deeply, I guess disappointing isn't the right word because Mm. it's not like, it it isn't that I have expectations that aren't being delivered on. Right, right. It actually is exactly as I expect. (laughs) Um, But it's just, uh, no, it's not good. Well, we can turn those off. Now that's interesting. Which is like a kind of snarky thing for me to say, right? People are yeah. like, you know, why don't you just, you know, curate your Facebook, blah, 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 so that you don't <laughs> see, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, who has the time, but also who is the time not to be? Because apparently right. this is wasting my life. And so 
I've got to get it out. I've got to excise it. Yeah, I mean, it's the, it feels like very much the balance of news these days of like, and by these days, I mean, forever <laughs> of, I don't want to hear about all of this cuckoo, bad mumbo jumbo, <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we actually love cuckoo, bad mumbo jumbo. <laughs> Um, but it also like is happening, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't want to get the news. I don't need to. Why is my phone a bad news machine? But also the world is a bad news machine. Well, it is when we think it is through our phones. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's something. Really something. Well, that's the world. The world we live in. And it lasted for more than a moment. Goodness. <laughs> goodness. Oh, goodness me. <laughs> well, um, goodness. What are we doing today? Well, we have both thought it's been long appropriate for us to... There's been a conversation that we have, you and I personally... Mm. Off that, camera. Off camera. Off mic. <laughs> off the air. Yeah, very good. That we thought <laughs> we thought it might be appropriate to uh, to bring on air, to bring into the realm of what we talk about here on this podcast, because it is related. Absolutely. Um, and that is the question of grad school. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, so exciting. <laughs> Woo! Just what you wanted to hear about today, I know. Yes, 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 yes. Um, but it's a full topic. You know, there's grad school. There's just continuing learnings and educations. Um, you know, grad school takes many forms. For many yeah, people. there. Well, I would say that that learning and creating takes many forms. Feel you, and I think that I mean that is what we talk about all the time on this podcast, right? It's mm -hmm. like, how do we create things? How do we like learn from other people to create better things in collaboration with other people, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, down the line. And uh, we both have been really contemplating uh, if grad school is the thing that does come next in each of our journeys. Um, and it's time to talk about it. <laughs> it is time. Um, I have a question to start us off, maybe. Um, mm -hmm. When did it, like, come on the radar for you as, like, a thing that is a possibility that you might enjoy, et cetera, et cetera? Well, I've always... Uh, it's always been a thing, kind of. There, there are many folks in my family who have gone to grad school... Um, my sister went straight from college to law school, which is crazy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. I'm stunned. I'm in awe. I literally could not have done that. <laughs> um, and I think that, like, I have always felt like there's always more to learn. Mm. Um, and I do certainly feel that, like, for me, the question of grad school is not a question of if, but when. 
and that I probably would like to go many times to learn how to do many things. Like I did, I feel very much that there is more for me to learn. Um, that even in, you know, like in high school, they're like, oh, when you go to college, then you can really focus on what you want to focus on. Right. But then got to college and like learned more about what it is that I might like to focus on, but didn't <laughs> actually do like much of the time spent. Thank you. Liberal arts education was not yeah. actually in just doing the thing that I want to focus on. Right. Um, and uh, like, that's what grad school feels like. It's like, how do I actually now, instead of trying to like scrape by and fake it till I make it, which I guess always is going to be true to some extent, but like, how do I like really hunker down and learn some things, learn how to do the things that like, I kind of just have picked up my own knowledges across along the way. Mm -hmm. That's exciting. And I love that. I mean, I love learning. And you said you love learning. That's what I heard from I what you were saying. Mm -hmm. Which is, it's giving nerd energy. I love being a nerd. <laughs> being a nerd. <laughs> being a nerd. <laughs> One more. Being a nerd. What about you? Very similar. Very similar. Almost the same. So much so that I, hmm. we, I shouldn't even say anything. No. Um, but I also... <laughs> I, I, you know, grew up and, and knew people in my family and in my circles who went to grad school and, which is cool. It's like not, a, that's not a thing that everybody gets, has access to, knows about. And like only yeah. later in, in living did I really figure out that that was the case. And that that's really cool. Um, yeah. And my family has a bunch of, of t t people who love education in it. Um, okay as they are teachers and as a kind of like um, education as a gateway to living better and yeah. fuller, et cetera, which is, that's a whole, that honestly, there's a whole conversation in there. Yeah. Um, and, and a lot of, I, I don't know, things I agree with, things I don't agree with. Um, but I'm at this point now where I'm like, I, yeah, I have, I have things to be reading and I have things to be writing. I have things to right. be making. I have people to be talking to. And I need some support in that. I need like, a, like a, an institution with some resources. Or someone to just give right. me a bunch of money so I can go secure all those resources <laughs> myself. Um, but like there are only so many kinds of, of institutions in this country that, that have resources. We've got the government, we've got corporations, we've got colleges. I can't think of anything else. And like... Uh, religious institutions? Religious institutions and like, you know, individuals at a certain level. Right, right. But, yeah. And I'm like, somebody from these camps, uh, give me some resources to just do what I'd like to do, please. <laughs> Well, see, this is very interesting because this does this feels different. What you just said feels different yes. from what I'm thinking about, which is that I 
feel like I need tools. Like I often think about needing tools and practices and like, I'd like it is, I don't think of it often as I think of resources being very connected to it, but not in, not at its site. Does that make sense? Kind of keeps that keeps talking. Like I, for me, I think of <laughs> grad school as like a resource sink that will then get me to more resource afterward, as opposed to what you're saying as like a site of resource. Like, let me go there to where the resources are so I can do what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm like, school is presented as this thing that could be fun, but turns into sometimes for some people through some lenses, like here's this, this like path on which you pay your dues for this future something or other. Yeah. And I'm like, life's too short and I'm too old and it's that, you know, so many things for me to just like keep deferring some something for some somebody's some, something. Like if I'm going somewhere, exactly. this has to be what I want to do, not just yeah. where I would like to go to get to what, you know, it, it, it's got to uh. be both. Um, and so in that way, I'm like, yeah, the things that are, that are that's cool to me about universities is that like there are a bunch of people who are dedicated to studying certain things there that like you just like collect cool people together collect a bunch of resources yeah access to books and to studios and to professors and to et cetera et cetera visiting lecturers and blah 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 yeah um and on the other side it's like you know hope maybe I'll get credentialed and that will get me something, but also maybe that won't. I don't know. Like there's no guarantee on that. The guarantee That's is on what true. I'm doing. Hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that makes a lot of sense. I think that I've like the most recent big push. Well, one of the big pushes that I've been thinking about is like, as I was like applying for jobs earlier this year, this calendar year, um, just like really realizing that there is a part of it that's like if I had a grad a grad school degree, some of the things that I want to do, like teaching, like a, a lot of this is like academic specific, right? So like I think specifically about like working in academia, that the the more that I the more degrees that someone has, the more that they get paid and the more that they're allowed to, like the more that they are trusted to, to do whatever it is that they want to do. Right. And so like, as a person who like wants to continue to teach and wants to continue to like be able to do stuff with students. And like, I guess in that, in that sense, that kind of is, that feels very similar to what you're saying about like the institution as the side of, of where stuff is happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I think they're, so that's part of it, like, specifically within academic space and thinking professionally and thinking about, like, uh, career path, whatever. Um, that, like, I, I don't think that I would be so much, so much instantly better because I went to school versus, like, finding a job somewhere and, like, learning through doing that work. Um, 
I then kind of separately feel like there are other creative practices that like I want to learn and develop. And for me, the question is if school is the site of that, of that like actual learning. Mm. And then of course, like different schools are, are different places and have, will teach me different things. But like that feels more like the question to me yeah. right now. I feel that. Um, maybe we should get specific about those things. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm th- like thinking a lot about uh, writing music, making music, composing music, some even say. Work. Um, and I just don't feel like I have a, a, I feel often like I don't have a writing practice. Mm. And so part of me is like, let me go to school to learn how to have a writing practice. But then I'm like, there are places to do that without going to school. Like there are ways to just like be in community with other people and ask for help and talk to it. Like genuinely, I think that this podcast is like one of those things, right? right. Like trying to work on how I think about my own practice in comparison to other people's practices and learning from them, et cetera. Um, but then part of it is like, I think part of why I don't have a good practice is because it is like, I now that is such an unregimented part of my life. And so being in a space where like that would be really regimented mm-hmm. And, like, there are expectations around it. And it's, like, okay, I'm, like, going to be in class with all these people on Monday. And everyone is going to have a thing. And so I need to have a thing because everyone's having a thing on Monday. Um, and I just don't, like, I don't have that muscle right now. Mm-hmm. Like, it almost feels like like a step above, like, I mean, to think really about muscles. Like, like... I'm not going to start going to the gym myself. Maybe it it feels even as if like having a gym buddy is not right. So like, let me sign up for a class. Got you. And like, if I sign up for this class and I'm going to the class, then I'm going to the class. And then once I get to a certain point where that feels like routine enough or it feels natural enough, then maybe I can like move into, to less regimented stages of accountability. Word. Okay. Work metaphor. Okay, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love I love that, and I it, that registers to me. Um, yeah, but I also feel like there's part of that that is kind of messed up by like I think there's so much of how I think about things being regimented or like creating a schedule or completing assignments or whatever that I associate with like schoolwork that I don't want to do, um, and I don't think about like making those practices a part of things that I do want to engage in. Cause I'm kind of like, Oh yeah, if I want to do it, then I'll just do it. Like if I like playing the piano so much, then I'll just play the piano. Right. But clearly that's not true because I don't be doing it, but like I want to, but I don't. And I was just talking to Danny about like his kind of practices of doing his schoolwork right now, because that's like a thing that he really values and like really like wants to be completing certain things in a certain way and so has created a system by which he can complete those things 
And so in that way, it feels less like, like I kind of in school was always like, oh, you guys are studying? Studying's boring. Who wants to study? <laughs> right? Because like that is so, that was an activity that was so unrelated to the things that I wanted to do. Got you. Um, but like would go to rehearsal every time that there was, or every time I had opportunity to go to rehearsal, right? Because right. that like felt so in line with my goals. Um, and so now I'm kind of in the spot of, okay, I have these other goals, but I don't want to put these like, like I don't want to lay out a schedule of how I'm going to write a paper or how I'm going to study for an exam or whatever. But like, I, I need to use those skills in, in, these other in trying to achieve these other goals that I have. That really resonates. Um, because not to be dramatic, but I like, I like was extremely burned out at the end yeah. of, of completing undergrad. Yeah. I um, too. And that's not something that I'm just like trying to go do again. You yeah. know, and I, I re recognize how much of that came from like my relationship to deadlines, to the structures Im imposed in, you know, it helping us, quote unquote, getting our, our work done and whatnot. Um, and it's like that wasn't working. So if I go back for different reasons, with different focuses, with something else, but like if I go back, will I slip back into into old habits or, I don't know, a, sure. a, a less great state of mind and kind of, um, yeah, bring, bring old habits into a new relationship. Yeah. I mean, I certainly am like, that's a lot of what I think about when I think about like selecting a program. Like I, I have not done a lot of like ideating about what to, the right program for me looks like. I do know that it does not involve a lot of like idle work. <laughs> like that that's right. not what i'm looking for i like i because i can't do that that is what is exhausting that is what like i i don't find helpful that's what i don't find to be helpful um i mean that kind of gets back to the idea of like if i'm going back it's because i really want it to be like i'm focusing on the stuff that i want to do which is why like going back for some sort of like composition, something feels right because that feels like the thing that I really want to do and don't know how to do in the way that I'd like to do it. Um, mm -hmm. And so uh, like I, if I'm going back to school, like I just want to do that. Like I don't want to do anything else. I don't want to take <laughs> the general class. I don't want to take, you know, I don't want to do anything else. <laughs> Right, right. And so that, like, needs to be, like, the only thing that I'm thinking about. <laughs> Feel it. Are, th are there things that you think, are there, like, things that you're looking for in a program? There should be. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, I think I, ha I feel like I've, I'm clearer on, and maybe this is a, what, red flag, um, the things that I'm not looking for than the things that I am looking for. Um, or the things that I'm wary of um, based on my perceptions of things or well, past experience. Well, I think experience. that's good. And it, I mean, it's, it's helpful, but it's also like nice to have a positive, like something you're reaching for instead of just like running away from. Um, sure. Kind of. But there's a way in which they inform each other. We've got to move in some direction. 
<laughs> all we can do is keep on moving. It, and exactly. And that's the thing that you have to remember. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel you on the idle, on the busy work side of things. I also am... There's like an, sometimes like a busy work idleness, general, very diffuse learning thing that happens in all kinds of schools from all kinds of ages across this yeah. country. Um, yeah. There's also like only so many things get, are valid in academic spaces. You know, only certain kinds of ways of knowing, speaking, talking, sure. acting, presenting, et cetera, are like rigorous enough, are academic enough are et cetera. And like these, what counts, all those things are, are coded and informed by like the history of education in this country. And yeah. that is raced, that is gendered, that is like, and so I'm wary of, of returning to a place that, that relies on canon, that relies on mm. um, mm-hmm. set ways of doing things. Just because I'm like, that's not where I'm trying to go. So I don't, I don't want to go towards that. <laughs> yeah. I think that is good. Like, I think that is a very useful thing to know. Yeah. Because I think that you like, yes, in part that is like describing That's like a negative description or like, not that it's bad, but like that, that is, you, you've described an absence of something, but like, I think that is unfortunately where we are like where we are as a society (laughs) like that is so present everywhere that that even saying that as like a a thing that you're seeking out does really draw you to places because it also is it like yes you're saying okay absence of a canon but like you're saying relying on people's lived experience, right? Like you're saying a place that values different types of knowledges is what you said. Um, And like different pathways of learning knowledge and like, and contributing that knowledge, which is all good. I just, where's that place? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well, there's a question. I mean, to, to make it more concrete on my end of things too, it's like, I also am really interested in, in deepening my own creative practices yeah. um and like ed would love to to make that something that i could do in a full-time way that that's also supported me uh yeah. financially um but i'm thinking back to like you and i both were in you know random music classes not random we chose them but music classes <laughs> at yeah. that university that we went to and it's like, do I want to step back into another class where, where like, I'm the only black queer person? Yeah. Do I want, like, is that going to be helpful? Is that going to be hurtful? Or is there some something inside me that, like, I can use to just kind of block that out and just, like, do my own thing? Regardless. Uh, and I don't really know about that. Yeah. Yeah, and how much of it is like, I mean, not for nothing. How much of it is, like, I think we both, you just said this earlier, like, at the end of undergrad, could not have done any more schooling at that point in life, right? Mm -hmm. But, like, have been away from that particular setting for a while. And so, 
like <laughs> like yeah. similarly to like <laughs> thinking about like saving up to go to school, like saving up money, like saving up energy. Mm-hmm. Like, is there something valid to that? Or is it like, yeah, I don't, I, I mean, I think that becomes very part, like, not that we have to have the same answer, but like really trying to reckon with, I think this is one of the questions is trying to reckon with, okay, how much of it was like, okay, I need a break from this and then I can come back and then like, not forever, like do it for a shorter period of time to like do something more specific and then like go back to a place that is not that way. Um, or is it really like, okay, that was bad. Like, was it, was it actually genuinely bad or was it just like, was there good stuff that I got out of being in an uncomfortable situation? You know, just like playing those like optimization games of like what really was the cost benefit. Is it the type of thing where you'd even want to be putting yourself in a like, like, oh, I like learning this thing is worth any sort of self detriment. Right. Like, is that even a question that has to be asked? Like, why can't we? Have, right. Why can't we take care of ourselves and do right. the work that we need to do? <laughs> and when I put it hmm. like that, then, um, I mean, there are there are tons of questions, and this touches on some interesting things. And I want to talk. I want to talk to people now. I want to like talk to someone else about their experience. Um, <laughs> Not that I don't want to talk to you, of course. No, that's exactly what you yeah. <laughs> What do you think is unclear about grad school for you? Um, uh-huh. I, I think a big part of it is... Um, <laughs> a big part of it for me right now is that I would need to have stuff to apply with. And so there's part of it that's like, okay, but I'm trying to go to school to learn how to do it. So why do I need to already know how to do it? <laughs> um, that's, that's like, a big... yeah, I really feel that. Um, and it's like a big part of the, I don't know. It feels gatekeepy. It feels very, yeah. Um, the, you know, those who already, it's like it's like applying to college all over again and you look at like different disparities between people who have ac access to extracurricular programs SCT prepping whatever whatever, right. whatever and it's like oh you actually have already been have doing you this already, so that's exactly have you already <laughs> done college it's like well, I took these AP courses we think you'd be a great college student <laughs> right and so and then you know you add on top of that the fact that you have to pay for this thing and you add on top of the fact and that you're going to do, <laughs> like, music? Excuse me, what? And then it's like, hmm, wait a second. Wait a moment. Uh, what is it? Like, do I even want to be putting myself through these contortions to apply to this thing? Right. That being said, want to be developing, want to be learning, want to be supported in, in doing right. those things. So... <laughs> The thing is, ultimately, I am really excited about learning how to do stuff from people who do it really well, you know? Like, yes. <laughs> and that is something that this podcast has really gotten me back into feeling connected with. Because um, mm -hmm. definitely at the end of 
at the end of college, I was like, look, I used to say that I love learning, but this isn't that. This right. isn't doing it for me anymore. And it's nice to feel in touch with that feeling again. But then it's like, why yeah. am I running back to... Why am I considering the going place back that to that place? not like it. Right. Yeah. Um, and, you know, maybe I can be equipped with something differently now um, or go to a different kind of place or, 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 or. Yeah, I think there's like... It honestly comes back to the question of like... I mean... Yeah, I I think there's more choicefulness in it now. Like, I think that definitely has to do with it. That, like, certainly going to undergrad was, like, just uh, amongst my family and my peers and the school that I went to. Like, it would have been weird to not, right? Like, the, the norm, the script is that everyone does that. Um, and there's, there's let, there is still some of a norm in going to grad school, but, like, not as much, right? Like, mm -hmm. it is, I would say, normal for people to do that and also normal for people to not. Um, and so I think that maybe there is, like, something different about the choicefulness of that. Um, yeah. I'm, I mean, I, I'm glad you brought up what you just said about, like, it is, it is different for grad school, but it's also not not all dissimilar. It's like we, yeah. the two of us know a bunch of people who are our age or, you know, plus or minus three years, grad school. Um, and lots of people in our circles are, are back, at, back at school doing graduate work, mm -hmm. which is great. And I, I wish them all the best. And I would like to be joining. Yeah. And that's why we're having this conversation. <laughs> um, but there is also something where I wonder myself, like, oh, am I just like looking for some structure because I'd like latching on to the things that I already know. Um, right. Which, you know, is a question and maybe that's answerable. Maybe that's not answerable. A more concrete kind of version of that question is on the other side of grad school. Will I be glad that I hung out with those people? Like I'm also choosing, hmm. I'm choosing a community, right. Mm -hmm. And like another set of people to make relationships with be in things with, create things with, learn from, et cetera. It's like, are the are these the people that I would like to learn from? Are these the people I'm trying to spend more time with? Are these... Yeah. That is a really great question. And I think it really changes depending on type of school program, et cetera, right? Like... Because mm -hmm. I, I think a lot of it for me especially in thinking about like the um I think this this colors a lot of the like what is the type of work that I have to do of it like it, it seems inevitable it seems extremely likely that when I do go back to school like I will have to be doing school and like a part or full-time job right and so like that is a that's a different demand on my work right mhm mm um and also thinking about like, you know, when you go to undergrad, it's like you're going to college and there's a lot of people who are going to college with you and everyone's in college together work. But going to grad school is like picking a place to live. It's picking people to be around. It's picking a, a, a community to be near and to be a part of, right? Like those seem like 
big questions. Those seem like really big parts of it. So many questions. So many questions. I mean, more questions than answers. (laughs) Which is exciting, honestly. You're right. Can I ask you a question? (laughs) A binaristic question, one (laughs) might say. Um, Undergrad or grad school? Oh. Which... What is the question? Just like pick one or like which one am I? Talk to yourself. What is it? It is the same question as it always <laughs> You're is. Right. You're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Undergrad or grad school. I mean, there is something about the. I'm just really connecting words together here and hoping another <laughs> sentence comes. <laughs> um, I'm going to say graduate school. I'm going to say graduate school because it's giving the future tense. And I love that. I love, I I love the future. I'm in love with the future. I think I'm going to say the same. And I think that does bode well for both of us. (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant. Um, That's, that's really wonderful. (laughs) I, have one for you and that is we talked about 21 and 30 a lot we didn't really talk (gasps) about 19 or 25 which one you know what 19 has been giving to me (laughs) work and i i still well i'll always be mad that 25 won that award (laughs) (laughs) um but daydreamer off the, to, which opens up nineteen. What more can the, what more can be said? So I'm gonna go with nineteen. I am too. Boom, boom. Wow. Well, <laughs> if, if you wrote an album when you were nineteen, how do you think you would feel about it now? If you had written and produced an album when you were 19. What what year was that? <laughs> oh, if if what was going on? Oh. I think I would be woefully. Well, I would be woefully woeful about it. <laughs> woefully woeful. It's, I'm woeful and I'm woeful to be so. <laughs> Very that. I think I think I'd I'd have trouble thinking about it. <laughs> but who knows? Maybe I did. And just no one's heard it. And no one knows. <laughs> <laughs> we love that you love, we love that. This podcast is brought to you by Jerome, that's me, and Kenyon, that's him. With music by Sophia Campomore and art by Griffin Keller. Drop us a line at we love that podcast at gmail.com. Bye. I love that part of watching movies. Oh, does something happen? <laughs> my sister FaceTime me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, when is she coming on the show? Well, that's a great question. <laughs>